All right, guys, welcome again to our Only Points podcast. This is now episode five, and thank you guys for those of you guys that have been watching. Maybe you have been streaming on Spotify or Apple Music on any of our platforms that we host. We really appreciate your support. You know, we try to do this podcast to, for many reasons, right? But a bunch of it is to talk about things that maybe us other people don't know about, you know, credit. Believe it or not, lots of people don't know much about credit. Like they, they think they know, but there's a lot of misconceptions. So they don't know anything, bro. They don't know shit. Lots of people don't know. So yeah. So again, thanks again for for tuning in. And I'm Alexis, otherwise known as Credit Jacker, and alongside we have um, both Eddies. What's up, you guys? What's up, Eddie? Eddie Mercado, right here. And yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. So. So when it comes to updates, you know, um, we're going to go ahead and talk about all of our updates. And at least for me, when it comes to updates, um, uh, last that we met in Las Vegas, maybe like, I don't know, like a month ago or something, a few weeks ago, um, I don't think I have many updates to report, honestly, because I'm still like trying to catch up on my own things. You know, like I have a bunch of things to catch up, you know, tax season is coming up, um, uh, but it's just remind us. great yeah i don't Touches even want to <laughs> which is a little worse exactly but but yeah yeah it's i'm always trying to catch up with things that's a problem you know like i feel like i don't have enough time you know like even if like if i wake up early and stuff like there's always something um something comes up and it's always kind of like a cat and mouse kind of thing where where you're you're always chasing other things and but how do you do that have I beaten the rat race? No, honestly, like, like when they're the size of New York rats, there's no beating the rat race. <laughs> so no, I haven't beaten the rat race, but I know um, you guys have beaten the rat race. So there we go. Um, so yeah, when it comes to updates for me, uh, not much. Um, maybe like a personal update, like it's not really relevant to the podcast, but I'm going to join a soccer team um, on Thursday nights. So kind of looking forward to that. Uh, we're recording on on a Wednesday. It is March 1, so tomorrow's going to be March 2, Thursday. So it's going to be a fun thing. You know, I used to be on a soccer team, and it's going to feel good again, you know, to play on a team. So I'm just excited for that, but it's just, a, you know. you know, That's absolutely super awesome that you're bringing it up because I think one of the the most, I think people got to realize that we we have other passions besides just making a bunch of money and actually like for example i am doing a lot of research right now on all these extracurricular activities that i want to put my daughter into so right now i'm looking at swimming classes music classes and then i'm trying to break that down into different um like either singing piano or what may have you for her um right. i'm trying to give her to become more physical because i took her out this weekend uh, to a jump, uh, you know, like a trampoline park thing. And they had arcade games, VR games. She, we had a blast. Right. And she tried to, she wanted to do the rock climbing dude. She could not even go up to fucking little rocks. Like, uh, I wasn't disappointed in her at all because I know she's not physical like that. She's never been, she's not interested in sports, but I was like, okay, it's time to add her in sports so she can gain a little bit of um activity more than just being on an ipad or going to school and stuff like that so um definitely that was an eye opener for me and so no it's it's actually great that you're bringing it up because um eventually 
building a business should free up your time for you to start pursuing other passions besides just making money because money at the end of the day can go up forever but being uh like being feeling fulfilled can come more than just having money right so you know it's joining a soccer team like that it's bringing your passion dude i want to do music again so bad so uh once once i feel like i have more time I, i'm i'm doing my dietary again bro so yeah, that's, that's cool that's, i'm glad that you're doing that man good job excellent yeah so i mean that's the update with me you know and basically yeah eddie's right you know um i you can do all these business things you can make so much money but you know like if you're not supplementing it with like um passions hobbies that that maybe you once had you know but business is drowning it you know then then what's the point you know so so i do agree with eddie you know and yeah on my part you know that's basically my my update so let's go ahead and eddie garcia why don't you update us on what you've been up to yeah of course you know one so uh for myself um just not much to be honest with you uh, I've been working on the back end of my company. Uh, I, I mentioned it in the last podcast that I hired someone to come in and, and systematize my company. And I'm just like going in there, recording a bunch of content uh, for my employees, for the clients. For Since I'm updating everything, it's, it's just everything needs to be updated. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of figuring out, testing things out. I submit a lot of forms last night just to make sure that all the integrations are working together and then i stayed up all night last night it, it sucked but it is what you got to do all right as a business owner you gotta just gotta test everything as much as possible just to make sure that once you release something it's not gonna <laughs> fall apart um the other the other bigger news or i guess the other thing that i did in the meantime is actually i my company sponsors a boxer his name is Alvaro ochoa um so i help him out with uh credit flights uh and, and just overall sponsorship of him um and he's starting out he he's is new into the scene he's only been boxing for i think over a year now uh but he's he's great and he actually just had a fight in february 18th on in la um uh, so he he became double champ um I, I'm not that into boxing, so I won't be able to exactly tell you, but I know it was like influencer boxing slash something else. Um, but very proud of him. He 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 did a great job, even though the other guy, you could clearly tell that he's the other guy was not a boxer. The other guy came out swinging like I had no idea. He he was trying to tackle Albert for some reason, <laughs> um, but but it, it is what it is um but i'm glad that he albert is as as um like you know getting better he's getting more exposure he's he's bringing it up and his name is being thrown out there even more so i'm very proud of him and it was it was fun it was entertaining um to say the least um and the cool thing was that it was in la so i got to see the uh meet up with alexis you guys and we went out to eat after um, he won the fight. Um, you know, we took a bunch of pictures at the ring. So you guys should be seeing those on my Instagram already in my stories. But I'm going to be posting on my on my IG pretty soon, you guys. Once I finish the whole recording of the back end company stuff. Um, and um, it was fun. It was it was fun hanging around. It was super cool walking around downtown LA with two belts around your, <laughs> or oh, with yeah. you. So that was that was very, very cool um never done that before obviously uh we got a lot of attention we took a bunch of pictures with random people it was sick it was fun um so that's pretty much it um the last two updates is like surprise surprise i'm sick again you guys i have no idea what's going on with me 
um but it's just because of the travel it's just me not being home and the weather uh it's that but i'm trying my best as you guys can hear and um one thing i'm super excited about that's happening this weekend um is that i since i used to play music i used to be in a mariachi um and i'm gonna be seeing mariachi vargas de tecalitlan this weekend in tj uh, tijuana mexico for you guys that don't know um it's only a 15 minute drive for me since i live in san diego but it's super exciting to see people that i've known and i've worked with and i played with um it, it's super exciting to see them again and, and it's something like like alexis said it's something that he did when he was younger and and i truly miss playing mariachi so um so that's pretty much it for me perfect perfect awesome awesome well hello guys my name is eddie mercado uh <laughs> i don't know uh it seems like everybody is uh is is getting into fun activities one of my most entertaining and fun activities was mainly and more so uh traveling where where uh you know, I just wound up hopping on an airplane for like two, three days and come back home. I haven't done any traveling in the entire month of February, which which yes, which yes, is a trip. It actually feels weird to say that I I did go on a trip at the end of January for my birthday, uh February 2nd, of course. You but you guys already knew that. Um I did fly back. I want to say when did we fly back, Eddie? On the fourth or the fifth? Since then, um, yeah, something I, like that. I, I did cancel a trip to Mardi Gras. Uh, uh, me and a couple of people were supposed to go to Mardi Gras. That was canceled. Chose to stay uh, and uh, chose to stay and uh, and hustle and work. Obviously, this isn't our typical way on how to record podcasts because everybody's been super busy. Everybody's been uh, hustling and grinding. I myself um, finally. Uh, settled down into uh, the two warehouse units that I have out here in Las Vegas for the Amazon FBA operations that we're running, where we have private clients, <clears throat> where we manage their stores, as well as uh, just uh, just where I where I uh, where I get some of the inventory shipped into my warehouse and then I ship it right out, uh, just to get everything moving. Um, that's probably my biggest. Uh, that's probably my biggest uh, update. Um, uh, Another really, really good update. I started consistently going to the gym, which is massive. Uh, I, I can't really, uh, well, I won't say the name of the gym. Uh, it is it is a private gym. Um, it's pretty expensive, uh, but it's super worth it. I, ha I haven't had to deal with any form of, of BS. Um, Can so I cut you off right there? Uh, how much are you paying, if you don't mind me asking? Because oh. I want to compare it to what I'm paying. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I believe it's a hundred or 110, which, which might not seem like a lot, but uh, knowing the fact that I come from a, a small city in California, uh, Turlock, you might, uh, I think the yeah. most expensive gym membership was like $35 a month. Now I'm paying more than three times, which is, which is perfectly fine. But like I said, I haven't uh, had to deal with any, any BS. There's zero cellulite there. Um <laughs> it's open 24 hours <laughs> bro canceled canceled no, I'm <laughs> no bro dude no, the reason why i'm telling you that is because i i i go to a gym down the road just because it's the closest gym to me and i don't like wasting time but it's a 10 dollar a month gym and everybody and their mothers is in there all the time from open to close it's not 24 hours 
And it's super annoying when I'm trying to go in there and just get a quick workout in. And it's like, I got to wait for everything to clear up. So I actually, I am thinking of making the jump to something more expensive like that, just for saving my time. Even though, even if I have to drive further away, I'd rather do that to make sure that I'm getting the best equipment, getting, uh, you know, when I get there, it's not jam packed with people. Uh, so, so hats off to you. Cause I know you've been doing, making progress with your health. Yeah. I, uh, so the gut, as far as everything with my, my gut, my gut health is extremely well. Tomorrow I have my, my fifth or sixth call with my, with my doctor. Um, already lost, uh, approximately eight to nine pounds, depending what I eat the day before. Um, and this is in the course of three weeks. Um, what else? Eddie, so really quick, I just wanted to say, you know, um, you you look very good. You know, you, you have some face gains. You look skinny, so hats off to you. Thanks. Uh, I do have to say uh, it, it's only been two or three weeks that uh, has been consistently. And shout outs to my, well, yeah, shout outs to my roommate, uh, Mr. Credit Gems, who we hosted uh, our last podcast. Um, <clears throat> he always talks about, oh, anything and everything that you say you have to commit to. And there is, I always say, everything I do, I uh, everything I want per day, I earn. So unless I have a productive day, I won't have my first meal. Unless I uh, do this, I, I, I won't do that. So there are days where, um, there are days where I've said twice, I'm not going to go to sleep unless I hit the gym. And to uh, both both times. Both times I I'm looking at the clock and it's 1:30 in the morning. Guess what I did? I went to the gym and I got to the gym at 2 a.m. Discipline. That's that's it. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite crazy. Which 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 I'm driving to the gym and I'm thinking to myself, seriously, what 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 am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Seriously, like, what am I doing? It's two in the morning and I'm coming to the gym, but it's like nobody has the availability uh, availability that I do. Nobody. Nobody has the drive. Uh, I, I like to, uh, uh, you know, I'll ride the high horse where when I say I'll commit to this and 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 there the both times Gems goes, you're actually kind of crazy for that. And you know what I tell them? I rebuttal that by saying, hey, you know what? I actually did this shit to myself because I chose to prioritize other things. But I can't sleep unless what? I go to the gym. Um, there was one time where I said, I'm going to go to the gym uh, and I didn't because it was like 2, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, I was so tired uh, working on the computer. My eyes were, my eyelids were like literally closing up and I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go to the gym. But uh, as I stood up, I was like, you know what? If I get up and I go to the gym, what's going to happen? <clears throat> I literally believed that I was going to get in a car accident. So you guys have seen and witnessed my manifestation skills. I was like, I'm not about to fucking manifest this. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and sit down. No, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just just sit back down and, and, and like literally sleep. So been going to the gym, haven't been traveling as much. I do have a couple trips planned, planned up. Um, I'm going to be visiting my parents. They're finally coming back. Super excited to see them. They uh, They've been in Mexico for the past three two and a half three months um it was super nice to see them live a little cupcake week as i was out there because uh, we 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 went to go celebrate my birthday out there um so i haven't seen them in in, in about a month 
almost exactly a month on what else from what i remember that's probably it oh hit uh i'm, I'm hitting record numbers i'm at over one hundred thousand dollars in in sales revenue for the year projected to hit my first uh seven projected to hit my first uh seven figures in sales by the end of summer uh had my biggest payday last week uh I, I'm not going to say the exact figure, but it was almost $10,000 in, in the course of 24 hours. So that was super cool. Um, that alone allowed me to see, hey, you know what, this, and what I did wasn't that difficult. It was really following up and it was uh, following a lead that I have for a while, uh, closed the deal finally. And uh, <clears throat> it's the first of the March it's it's the first of the month it's march 1st um it's it's about to be a massive month for me and all my all my amazon fba students um all my travel hacking students too so so yeah i i, I think uh i think we need to talk a little bit about uh, yeah. that's awesome bro i'm i'm glad for you bro <laughs> i'm glad that you're 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 doing all that you you the the thing that i want to commend you as like you said you you're doing everything that you said that you were going to do you're you're focusing on your health you're focusing on your business you're you're focusing you you kept manifesting the like i'm going to hit seven figures this year i'm going to hit seven figures this year and you're on track and doing it so congratulations to you and it's it's that power of just being able to tell yourself set up a goal and and working towards that goal um actually i forgot to mention one thing myself uh, I'm talking about that um, in the last podcast or on the last few podcasts, I was talking about how one of the things I want to work on is, is spending more time with my daughter uh, as entrepreneurs. Like we can go down a rabbit hole of just focusing on the business and being super excited about what we're doing and what we got going on that we we tend to forget about what's going on in the out you know, around, around us. So, um, I made it myself that I, I, I got to focus on spending more time with my daughter. It's not that I neglect her, but it, it, it's, it's one of the things that in my mind, I don't want her to grow up and be like, dad, I saw you locked up yourself in, in an office all day for my entire childhood. I don't, I don't want her to tell me that when she grows up. So, um, every single weekend now I spent time with my daughter, I've been taking her out. Uh, so the entire weekend I'm with my daughter, I've been taking her out to Mexico. I love going to TJ. I love uh going to restaurants, the hotels. I, I it's it's so much fun. So we've been taking her out to parks. I've been taking her out to to um all this fun stuff with my daughter. So um I'm glad to be able to say that I'm committing to what I've been promising. And again, she's coming with me to TJ again to uh, this weekend to see Mariachi. I'm trying to expose her to music like how I was exposed when I was I was younger. Thanks to my dad. So that's what I wanted to say. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Another thing is there is a difference between saying you're going to do something or, 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 and actually believing it. So I, I don't just, uh, statistically, I've actually wrote down numbers where, uh, I know exactly I laid down brick by brick, the numbers, uh, that I need to be doing every single month. And of course it is projected, but, uh, with a plan, and a goal in mind, we're just going to go ahead and start uh, doing check marks like the ones on my Nike sweater. <laughs> we're going to start uh, checking up these boxes, you know. Um, every single month, we're hitting higher and higher numbers. So uh, I'm just, um, I'm super, super excited to see what obviously is in store. Even though I am projected to hit the numbers that I say I am, I literally cannot wait because 
it, it, it would obviously be a milestone and uh it's just um how can i say it i'll be surprised just as much as i'm not because it's it's something i haven't done before um yet uh i've been talking about this for so long so i'm excited super super excited that's awesome man all right but um for today's topic you guys we wanted to start with alexis alexis uh has some cool stories that um I, we want him to show his perspective of you know how he got started with credit and, and stuff like that so one of the bit uh, one of the things that that he brought to us was that was the we've even talked talked a little bit about this in the podcast before it's about annual fees and how trying to get rid of your annual fees is kind of dumb uh because there's so much value into these credit cards so i'm gonna let alexis talk and have him tell us how much he's paying for annual fees right now and tell us a little bit of story of his very first flight yeah so um so one of the things that i think a lot of people are scared about is annual fees you know um i think um i have lots of friends you know that ask me hey what credit card do you get um it's always you know like the basics right that you can say you know discover chase etc you know um but you know when i ask them hey like are you willing to to spend a little bit like on annual fees i'll i'll give them my reasons on uh, saying things like oh you know i think you know if if you can take advantage of these benefits you're, you're gonna win you know because um most of these people that get these cards you know they don't take full advantage but i tell them like hey as long as you take advantage of it, it's gonna vary on each card right but if you take advantage of these monthly credits or or using these points to transfer to airline or hotel partners, you know, et cetera, you know, it's going to vary, of course, but if you take advantage, you know, you're going to win. But, you know, for some reason, you know, like people are, are afraid of annual fees and, and especially it, when it's know. like, especially when the annual fee is like $95 or something yeah. like that. And, but, exactly. but they're willing to spend more of that, more of that in a fucking dinner. <laughs> right. Ex exactly. It doesn't make sense to me, you know, cause, cause exactly for those reasons, but like, um, but again, you know, like $95 annual fee, you know, that's kind of like more or less, you know, the basic, you know, there are some that are like a little bit lower at like $50. Exactly. Entry level. So when it comes to annual fees, it's really nothing, you know, and people are scared of these. But I was kind of doing the math. I don't have the the exact number, you know, but we can kind of break it down to like what cards they have. But I more or less pay anywhere from like three to five thousand dollars easily in annual fees alone every year. Every That's year. a crazy thing, you know. I think that I'm I'm about there too. I think I'm close to the five K mark too myself. Yeah, I'm probably like around the five K mark, but we'll break it down really quick on what cards I have. Um, why I pay those annual fees uh, for each card. Um, uh, if I renew uh, these cards every year. Um, so let's go ahead and do Amex, right? So I have eight cards with amex i have eight cards yeah no actually i i have uh nine because i kind of consider my player two um basically it's my card right because they, my player, player two doesn't two? use it this yeah guy. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> dude you just blew so many people's minds right now <laughs> so let me go ahead and explain what a player two is right so when it comes to the credit world um a player two more or less is someone that you know you know they could be your friend they could be your spouse they could be like boyfriend girlfriend 
really anyone that you trust that you know that that they trust you back, right? So a player two is usually um uh usually um apply for cards on their behalf because one, you know, like you can only get so many cards and and lots of these banks have uh rules saying that you can only get this offer once every two or four years or once in a lifetime. Uh, so that's kind of why you want to get a player two. And for example, if your player two is a spouse, think about it. You know, um, you guys live together. You guys can rack up those points together. You guys can travel together. So it kind of makes sense. So my player two, um, uh, she's one of my friends and basically, uh, we trust each other, um, a lot and, and, huh? Kind of friend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm worried now. Uh, no, no, the reason why I say that is because my best friend is a girl too. Her name's Wesley. She's she's the best. No, yes, uh, um... for for myself, I got my parents, so it's like I got two, three players right now. Three players. Let's go. Um. So yeah. So I mean. So again, you know, that's basically what player twos are. Um. I'll get back to the player two in a minute, but I want to go back to my cards. So when it comes to Amex, I have eight cards. I have lots of charge cards. I have, um, I have on the personal side, I have a personal platinum card. That is an annual fee of 695. It's crazy because they used to be an annual fee of what, like 550 before this. And I believe before that it was 450. So they've only kept on raising it and raising it. And I'm going to explain, like, once I, like, go through my cards, like, why I might renew with these cards or why I might not want to renew. But uh, so that's one of them. Personal Platinum, 695. Personal Gold card for uh, 250, I believe. Yeah, it's like 250. Yeah, it's 250, so... Um, really quick with the personal platinum, um, I forgot to talk about the benefits, but it's mainly like a travel card. You know, you get airline credits. You also get, um, a hotel credits through the Amex portal. I really like that one because, um, you get really nice rooms, like free dinners, free breakfast, um, upgrades if the hotel has it. Um, there's a bunch, right? So you have Uber credits as well, but those are the main ones, you know, that make up most of the benefits with the uh, platinum gold one it's as i was saying 250 a lot of it is like uber credits but it also has like a 20 dollar monthly credit so in my mind you know like i use uber credits for uber eats so i kind of stack it twice when it comes to restaurant and um uber eats so because it's like a restaurant card it's a no-brainer for me you know like i take advantage of it 100 percent. you know like damn if... gordo <laughs> right no i use my uber card as just actually uber rides whenever uh -huh. i go to vegas or wherever i go i'm actually when i'm traveling um i i don't need outside mm -hmm. unless i'm actually at the restaurant otherwise because i have the meal prep service so yeah i think for me uh the reason why i don't really use uber is because i drive around so i don't really mind paying out of pocket if it's like um if it's for like an uber at an airport because um one, you know, like I'm usually with like friends, so we can split the cost or like whatever. Or like if I go to Vegas, you know, I'm sure Eddie can pick me up. So for me, you know, I'd rather use the Uber Eats credit, you know, because I'm going to eat anyway. So might as well. Um, 
But but if you do the math, you know. Might as well and eat good. <laughs> might as well feast, right? <laughs> so so when it comes to the gold, you know, like you get twenty dollars of restaurant and Uber credit, so that's forty a month. That comes out to um no, no, my bad. Ten dollars a month. Uh for each. That comes out to two hundred forty. You're basically paying like ten dollars and at that point, you know, like if you're using that card, you know, for like restaurant spend, you know. You'll probably have even spent um, like way. Uh, your return is already better. Yeah. So actually, quick question with this. So you you're saying that you have about like five thousand dollars in annual fees, right? Yeah. Through various credit cards, and they can be for many reasons, but most of it is because of the benefits and the perks that they they give you, right? The security, you know, credit cards are just best to buy anything. Um, and if you actually use all the credits and points that you get with them, it's completely will cover the annual fee and more, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so, so with that being said, how much are you, because like, okay, so let's say you're, you're in your cost every single year to have all those credits, all those benefits to be able to fly wherever the hell you want. Think, think about it as your annual membership of $5,000, right? How much actually do you, how often do you travel uh, with your, because you, you you still got the, the like a kind of nine and five, right? Like you still uh, have a job-ish? Not really. Uh, not really, right? Okay, no. but but like in your scenario, in your, in your scenario, how much are you actually, like all the trips that you're taking throughout the year, how much does that cost? So that way we can compare, is you paying $5,000 a year, worth it for everything you're getting plus all the travel that you're using does that make sense no uh what you're probably trying to say is how much in travel value are you getting versus you. the five thousand yes. dollars yes that see i we understand each other but for the people out there so yeah. the question is <laughs> out of all the trips combined year round how much would you value all that spend if you were paying out of pocket versus that five thousand dollars correct correct honestly i haven't done the math but i can tell you that it's easily like i get much more value on on whatever uh, trips i have you know like um if we think about it um let's just go off of base off of last year right so like we took two trips uh together to new york right so uh on two of those times, um, I I know on one of those occasions, um, well, actually, you guys were there, but you guys had left for that day. Um, I booked an Equinox Hotel. More or less, you know, that's a thousand dollar a night. Plus, and then plus, yeah, yeah, even more. So, so both, so both, so two nights out of the entire year. It's already you're already sitting at two thousand dollars. We're because, sitting at two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, because Alexis, when he goes out, he balls out like, <laughs> like he does not like staying at cheap places. Well, when I go to, like, any place, you know, I try to stay at the best possible place, you know, like, of course, there are times, you know, when it doesn't really make sense to, but I'll try to do, like, my best, you know. Make it home, you know, make 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 the hotel rooms home. Exactly. So, so again, you know, going back to New York, uh, on just those two nights, Equinox 2000, flights, going to New York, you know, like, I don't know, let's just say, like, it's, I want to say, like, 500. Like four and five hundred. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, but let's just keep flight, it at five hundred. We'll, we'll be cheap and just say four hundred. Four hundred, right? So round trip. Eight hundred dollars. Um, eight hundred dollars for two trips. So that's already twenty eight hundred. Um, and again, you know, this is just for two New York trips. So 
Um, I go to Vegas every now and then, you know, to catch up with Eddie. Um, they also have trade shows and whatnot. So uh, Vegas is cheaper, right? You know, like we're talking about like, um, I don't know, like a hundred dollar flights. So yeah, it's, it's only a 30 minute flight for us, 45 minute flight for us. Yeah, but they that actually adds up because it's multiple times. You Yeah. come to Vegas, you come to Vegas more than more than five times a year, and that is where it begins to add up. Well, last year I was coming to Vegas almost every other weekend. Every three So days. every three days I was there, bro. So even for me, uh, I don't want to cut you off, Alexis. So for me, like in one month, I would have already recuperated all that cost. Does that make Right. sense? Because Mm-hmm. imagine all the hotels that I was getting every single time I was there. Imagine all the flights that was there and back. Uh, sometimes I was there in less than three days I would leave and then three days I would come back. So it, it was quite insane. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, you know, I, I went to Vegas a lot. You know, I went to Vegas to go see you guys, but I also went with my family um, as well. So and like I was saying, you know, when, when I try to go to these hotels, you know, I try to stay in a nice hotel. So I remember I took my family to the Delano and uh, other occasions um, I stayed at the, the Cosmo, Cosmopolitan, the Wind, the Encore. So these hotels aren't cheap either, you know, like um The Encore can be up to like 500 a night uh, plus, you know, so depending on the day easily. depending on the day. And Correct. same thing with the Cosmopolitan, Correct. you know, like these rooms that have like terrace views, you know, they're not cheap, you know, but, you Since know, like. you're in LA, do you ever stay at the Ritz Carlton there? Oof, um, because I'm in L.A., I don't really stay in hotels. But what I do want to do is um, the Park Hyatt is coming soon in l.a it's like i want to say like it's going to open up um in these coming months so i do want to like Test um it out, see how it is. i do Absolutely. want to see how it is yeah Let us. Well, let's let's make let's record a podcast there. Let's do I was it. literally just about to say that I was gonna say, <laughs> let us know when to pull up so we can yeah. record a podcast. I was gonna say the exact same thing that um that whenever like uh, whenever it opens grand opening or whatever like we'll we'll plan a day to figure it out you know do a podcast there and stuff but but yeah I mean um uh with all these trips you know that that I've talked about you know like easily five thousand plus you know. Um, and the thing is, you know, like most of this is used with points. Um, I really don't pay out of pocket, you know, um, With the exception of um, with the exception of taxes and maybe luggage. the TSA Uh, fees, uh, luggage, I, I really don't pay either cause no, I have, I you have airline won't. status. Yeah, Yeah. same here. So I don't really do that. Uh, the only time that I will mention that I did have to pay out of pocket, but Um, it's more because it was a benefit for the Delta Platinum business card is because you get a companion certificate every year that you renew your card. Oh, and you have to pay cash for that. Yeah, so the, the, the kind of bad thing is that you do have to pay cash for that. However, you know, um, I use that when I went to go see my, my family in Charlotte. Uh, I have some uncles, cousins over there. So I use that to use my companion uh, for my sister. And at the time, a round trip ticket to Charlotte um, during the holiday season, you know, we're talking about like New Year's time around that time, $800. So if you think about it, um, that card annual fee is $250. I use a certificate to book a free flight for my sister that was valued at $800. So 
I already made like my return on that car three times plus. So for me, without you know, like, one flight, without one, without flight. one flight alone, you know, of course yeah. I paid cash. You know? I, I had the points. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I had the points, but you had to book cash. So, so that's the basically the, the only time that I book cash. Gotcha. <laughs> so, that makes sense. So that wait, what airline did you say that this was? Uh, this is with Delta. Okay, so for the next three years, you have to renew, uh, your 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 uh platinum Delta card so that they don't lose money. You know, you, you we don't want to be ripping banks off, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fair people, yeah. and we play by their fucking rules. You know, we play by exactly. Their rules. This is all according to their terms and conditions. Yeah. We don't, we're not trying to fuck anybody over. We don't do any illegal things like uh, crossing red lights. You know, we don't do any of that. If you know, you know. Of course. All right. So actually, so I know this, it, it sounds so nice and fancy talking about everything that we're doing now, like free flights and all that stuff. But Alexis, I know you have a crazy first flight story. So I really want to hear this one myself since I haven't heard of it before. So I want to know, like, how much did you pay for this? Where did you go? Tell us the backstory. Where did you sit? So B, so I have, um, I want to show you guys something. So this is going to be the first airline ticket that I ever went on. And I'll sh pull it up on you guys on your this screen. This is like that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, this is something you get a frame, bro. I don't even see any information on there, though. Like, so the thing is with this ticket is it's so, uh, it's so old that it's faded, but I have the next one, the return flight. So wow. I'll I'll show you the back really quick. It was a trip to Washington D.C. Oh, it's up. It's backwards, but from it, from uh from LAX, I'm guessing, right? Alaska from, Airlines is lit too. They they Alaska Airlines. Alaska. Yeah, Alaska Airlines from LAX to Washington D.C. Um, here's the return um flight. You're gonna see the dates even. Like, watch. Take a look okay, at this. Uh, it's it's gonna be on my right side. It's gonna say I think May 29 or, or May five. May, May oh, I see it. Yeah, May 29, 2005. 2005. This Holy. was my first flight. Sheesh. It's Dude, crazy. I was, so. I was a kid. Damn. Yeah. I was I was uh I was nine years old. Nine years of age. Yeah. Um I yeah. I took this flight when I was in the fifth grade, so I think I was what like twelve or thirteen, something like that. Um, you were in the fifth grade in 2005? Yes. Or, um, no. Yeah, yeah. You're For older me, yeah. than me. Yeah, I was in the fifth grade in 2005. This was like um, at the end of fifth grade. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, we were in the same class. Interesting. We were? Yeah. I'm a year younger. Okay. Oh, yeah. But, so, so but we're in sense. the same class. Interesting. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so let me explain, you know, why I took this flight. So, in the fifth grade, I got paired up with like this famous um, fifth grade teacher. You guys probably don't know him, you know, because um, because you guys were young. But if you look into him, you know, like he's still um, I don't think he teaches anymore, but um, he's called Ray Fesquith, Mr. Ray Fesquith. Um, he basically gave me the chance to like fly to Washington, D.C. because he um, he does Shakespeare. So. Every year, um, his class or my class, you know, we do Shakespeare plays. So in my year, uh, we did um, this play called The Taming of the Shoe by um, William Shakespeare. So I'm sure you guys have heard of that name, you know. 
very famous author, uh, writer too. And yeah, so we did that play. Um, and basically, you know, he, he garners a lot of attention, right? You know, he's a very popular teacher. You know, a lot of teachers look up to him or looked up to him because of his teaching methods. Um, be nice, work hard. Um, lots of things, you know. Um, but like he would always tour several states, several cities to go speak with other teachers, uh, how to teach correctly, um, how to get, how to motivate these students. And, and yeah, basically every year we would go to Washington, D.C. with the class, the fifth grade class. And that was basically my first, my first flight, Alaska Airlines, as you, as you guys saw. I remember staying at um, Embassy Suites in Washington, D.C., so of course you know if you know anything this about guy has, suites, uh, this guy on the fifth grade already writing down okay what hotel this is who owns this hotel what chain is this i believe it's hilton right it's hilton. <laughs> yeah so so of course NBC suites you might not know but it's hilton owned um you might also not know that um they do provide breakfast so at the time they did you know free breakfast every Everything. every day <laughs> yeah and and basically it's like a suites only kind of hotel so it's more or less family oriented so so that was cool you know like fifth grade took my first flight washington dc of course you know we saw a bunch of memorials like lincoln memorial jefferson memorial any of the memorials that you can think of you name it we were probably there so we were there for I want to say like almost a week and and it was really cool you know like um I just had a, a blast you know like because think about it like not a lot of what 12 year olds can say that oh you know like I took my first flight you know fifth grade um we went to Washington DC you know not a lot of kids can say that yeah dude I still can't say that I still have not been to Washington DC unfortunately it's funny that we haven't no no way haven't. neither of you guys no, Washington DC hasn't really caught my attention, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what I want to go see there. To be honest with you, uh, besides bribes on politicians, not uh, actually. <laughs> besides, no, yeah, just to say that I've been there. To be honest with you, but besides that, um, I don't know. Unless the public uh, here can enlighten me, what I need to go do and check out in Washington DC. There's a. I've probably been to New York eight times. I'd much rather go back to New York than than DC, to be honest. Yeah, no, I was about to tell you we, we gotta find uh, another something to do like Syracuse, uh, but in Washington DC, yeah. some random. Oh, we came here just because of one TikTok video. <laughs> so when it comes to Washington DC, um, I will throw this out. Um, every year there is a certain time where these Japanese cherry blossoms um bloom. And it's actually oh, coming that out. that would be sick. I've yeah. been wanting to see Japanese gardens. That yeah. is super cool. Exactly. I'm to Japan, though. Yeah, that's point. true. About, I mean, like, you can't... Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, no facts. <laughs> Big facts. We will yeah, go so... experience the, the cherry... The Japanese... The cherry blossoms at the Japanese gardens for... Yo, talking about Japan, I keep hearing good things about Japan, and I keep hearing horrible shit about japan it's like either you're gonna love it there or you're gonna absolutely freaking hate it like it's it, there's no in between you know we would, we would love it because we would literally have we, we would have i wouldn't necessarily say everything paid for but we wouldn't look we wouldn't look at 
prices. Okay. But here's the thing though. Like um, I, I've obviously we're in the travel space. So I, we've talked to a lot of people that travel, you know, a lot of our friends travel. So of all of the either even videos or people that I talk to at first, they will always tell me like, you're going to be there for a week or two. And then you're never going to come back and you're going to feel depressed or something like that. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? Right. I, I just never understood it. And then, um, then I will hear the complete opposite. Like, oh my God, I love it. I want to live there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then again, recently I saw another video that, um, apparently in japan now this is not for me you guys i'm not saying this this is what i've heard uh but apparently in japan their racism is very blank and open and and there that some bars some places they just go like only japanese people are allowed inside this bar no foreigners i mean i wouldn't blame them i don't blame them i mean like yeah nothing against that i'm just saying that like it would kind of suck if we travel all the way to like, oh, we found this cool bar or this thing that we want to go check out this restaurant. And then next thing they tell it, oh, you're a foreigner. I don't want you in here. I was like, that would that would suck. Because, well, because imagine if we did that in the United States, if, if God forbid, like, you know, like, you know, back during segregation, like that's that's racism, basically. Right. Imagine if we just said like, hey, all Mexicans can't enter this restaurant. That that would be considered like, what the hell are you doing, right? Well, nowadays you just get canceled. Yeah, you, you would just yeah. get canceled. Big big facts. Um, but but that's what I'm saying. So like, I don't know. Like, I want to go. I'm still gonna go regardless of whatever other people tell me because I want to experience it myself. I, I want to experience racism myself because <laughs> we don't get enough of that here. But um, um, but I still want to go. Future, yeah. If we've ever experienced, but just to let uh Credit Jacker finish up, so you went out there to see the memorials, you went out there to bribe the politicians. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what 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 was the purpose? So it's just William Shakespeare. Uh, you went to the memorials. What else? Yeah. So basically, it was just kind of like a fun trip, you know. Um, I really much can't say much. Like, how much of it do you actually remember? Yeah, I, I remember it pretty well. You know, like, um, it's my first flight, you know, so first trip. That's probably why, because sometimes I'm just like, damn, I actually don't remember going on this trip. Not because of... uh, It's out of the thousands you've taken. Not because of the OH, but because of the thousands that I've taken, yeah. But actually, question for you, Alexis. Yeah. Uh, did Did your parents have to pay anything out of pocket for this, or like was it all paid through the school? Your how How did this come to be? Okay, so like I was mentioning, um, this fifth grade teacher, um, he was very popular. So, my parents, I believe, um, they did have to pay, um, I want to say like two hundred bucks, but that two hundred dollars was more for like um, our own expenses, like food and stuff. So, the flights were covered by by my fifth grade teacher. Don't get me wrong, you know. Hotel flights covered, um, transportation um, uh, was covered by my parents' money. So food and stuff, you know, like basic. Oh, okay. Things, so this you know. didn't really cost you anything, but that's cool. That's like cool, very first interesting. Uh, he, was, he was travel hacking before. Before he knew about travel hacking. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was travel hacking before I even knew travel hacking was a thing. All right um, there, you go. That's what you. That's you. Literally just grew into it, you know. I like, grew I have into to figure it, yeah. this out. 
I actually have to figure this out. And so we did. Yeah, and and I wanna like I wanna show you guys more. Um, I'm gonna pull out this envelope that has even more flights. Um. Oh shit! Here we go. So this bro, envelope. You keep all your. Oh my. Oh my god, bro! No, this I envelope do not has like a bunch of things, right? Like it has flights. Um, it has more <laughs> flights. Like um, that's what? that's an old Delta logo. See. Damn. <laughs> it probably so, has like, my hair. In it. Eddie, it probably has my hair in it too. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm, I'm not joking when I say you know that I've traveled a lot. You know, um, United. Yeah, no, big facts. And then I have some, you know, that are. I'll see if I can find it, but I have one that, uh, back when Continental Airlines was a thing. Here's here's one that's um, Northwest Airlines. What? It's it's no longer an airline, but like, yeah, I've never merch, heard of I think, it. Emerge with one like one of these airlines. Um, Continental Airlines is basically, I want to say, like, I can probably fact check myself later, but I think Emerge with American Airlines or United, one of those. Bro, you're showing your age, bro. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) We're like the same age. God damn. Well, well, thanks for making it obvious that I'm the youngest. So there's one of JetBlue. Yeah. Hey, but none of us can grow a beard like you, bro. I know, I know, I know. It's all, it's, it's all wisdom and, and experience. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so one one of the things that, um, besides this Washington, D.C. trip, um, as I was saying, you know, um, I was in this Shakespeare play called Taming of the Shrew in my class, fifth grade. And this is when I got into guitar. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but I play guitar. Um classical acoustic electric guitar like i know it i've been playing since 2004 so that's what like 19 years i'm coming on 20 years of playing the guitar crazy right damn are you gonna yes. smash your guitar when when you hit like 20 years just uh sell every <laughs> <laughs> you know what that, that'd be a big flex you know it'd be like hey you know this is my guitar that i used uh to play in fifth grade but i'm gonna smash it and then get another one <laughs> get another one just because i can you know Get another okay. one to have points. Right. Uh, points, you can buy them points on the chase <laughs> portal. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, um, so for me, you know, I, I was in the group because I was a guitarist, so I, w- I also was a bassist. So basically, that's how I participated in the play because there was live music as well. So I did mainly music instead of acting in the play. And because of that, you know, um, and like I was saying, you know, my fifth grade teacher is famous, so he got to tour lots of cities. So I got to tag along with him and other students of him, you know, like my friends at the time, you know. I remember that... Earl Sweatshirt? Uh, no, he wasn't in my class, no. Um, he was in um, high school <laughs> and middle school. Yeah. Um, but I did get to tour, you know, like a bunch of cities during this time, you know, this Look was after like touring, t- touring as a musician at twelve years old, rocking. <laughs> hey Eddie, and you thought you had a story. Fucking <laughs> hey, right? Yes, I mean this was past fifth grade. You know, I had already left his class. I went to a middle school. Uh, we would still keep in touch. Um, we would tour cities that I have visited, uh, toured, played along on with him, San Diego, San Francisco, um, Oregon. Washington, New York, 
literally any or not any state right but i want to say that i've been to like 25 states just off of like touring slash you know playing you know with him you know so honestly this like oh uh, this guy never try to make like an advancement uh what do you mean advancement ever try to make an advancement on you like <laughs> no you're no, not no, trying no. to get canceled today, bro. No, not too convinced. <laughs> not too convinced. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of crazy, you know, because I had already graduated from his class and I took all these trips and. Wait, hold on, because you you spoke a lot about. Oh, I understand why you spoke a lot about Washington D.C., which obviously was your very very first trip. But you you mentioned Oregon. Um, what is uh? Let let's talk a little bit about Oregon. What other what other states? So Oregon, um, let me pull up my map really quick, bud. I have Oregon, uh, Washington. Um, uh, if we go on the east or Nevada too, Vegas. Um, I've been to Arizona many times. I don't think I went to Utah during this time. Uh, New Mexico, yeah, Albuquerque, Texas. I went to a lot. I went to Albuquerque, New Dallas. Mexico. There's a huge music presence there. Huge. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when it comes to Texas, I went to Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Corpus Christi. Uh, so I've been to Texas a lot. Um, Kansas. Um, where else? I'm looking at the map right now. Um. Funny enough, not not Florida, but uh, my sister, she also was um, a part of his class. Uh, she's three years younger than me, but she she kind of got the same experience, but not as much as me. But she do, she still got to travel a bunch. But, you know, on the East Coast, I went, you know, basically down the line, you know. So we're talking like North Carolina, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, Massachusetts, New Jersey, down the line, you know, down the coast. I mean, you know, so I've been everywhere. Boston. Everybody says, can you remember enough? Everybody says Boston is nicer than New York. Everybody says Boston is a nicer version of New York. Um, So for me, you know, I like Boston, but the thing is, you know, like, it's more like a historical city. So, like, if you're not really a fan of, like, Washington, D.C., then you might not like Boston as much. So I doubt that you will like Boston more. Well, we go to New York for the pizza, for the Sicilian smackers. Do you that's, that's you guys. I, I'm good with the pizza. <laughs> you think? Uh, well, we never worked at Domino's, so we never had... Dude, dude the, actually, the, the I got a... When I went to Chicago to try their dip uh, deep dish, that was good. That was it good. was good? Yeah, it was good. It was, I, was, I, I, I don't know why I expected you to say it was a disappointment. No, that was good. No, the... I mean... <laughs> I think the very first pizza shop that we went to eat, it was pretty good. My very first trip to New York with you, Eddie, uh, I think the very first pizza shop was good. Uh, everything after that was just not good. Oh, when, when you, when I remember correctly, the the very first, so the restaurant that I took you to, the slice of pizza was like four fifty a slice, and then yeah. after that it was. Like ninety nine cents once. It was two dollars and fifty cents for two slices of cheese and a can of soda, which, which I went fully loaded on. Yeah, dude. No, they they were just not good at all. Um, no cheese and tomato paste. 
So <laughs> I, I definitely want to try that famous one that you keep telling me about in New York. Artichoke? We went to Artichoke. No, you told me one like, dude, this is where all the celebrities go to. This is where like literally. Oh, everybody... yeah, 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 yeah. It's in downtown. It yeah. was not downtown. It's in, it's in the heart. Bro, there's yeah. almost like 30 so... minutes. <laughs> Oscar de la Fishnets was there. Well, everybody, just imagine. But yeah. Um... There you go. That's it. Yeah, so I mean, so... Uh, I don't think they're known for their pizza. I think they're more known for like their sourdough bread or something like that. But it's more like of a historical place, you know. Um, I liked it, but you know, not everyone's gonna like it. You know, it's very educational too. You know, because a lot of good schools are there. We're talking about like Harvard, Tufts University, Boston University. Um, lots of big schools are there. MIT. So the, these are like, so Boston is really. Uh, like uh, a historical slash educational kind of place so it's not for everyone you know but if you do kind of like that thing you know oh so we should go there for networking got it (laughs) yeah it could be a good idea yeah Uh let's get all those soror uh all the wait how do you how do you the sororities is for the girls and then fraternities fraternities are for the guys so let's just go to all their parties and just like see who we can link up we're gonna be we're gonna be fucking partying with freaking uh politician sons and shit yeah we have exactly. to blackmail them and that's that's step one on uh this is so gonna get taken down <laughs> <laughs> right the, the secret service is gonna start going after us like step, who are you gonna <laughs> step one to bribing the politicians <laughs> <There you go. laughs> all right all right all right so yeah. um i think the that next topic excellent. i didn't know I didn't know that you went, you've been to 25 states that uh, because I do in the near future plan on getting my pilot license, I, it is very possible for me to hit uh, a different state, a different week and travel every single week of the entire year. But even that sounds excessive. So it's the fact that you did it at such a young age and you have, uh, you're so ahead of uh but you also have a cool story it's not like you just went there and then you sat at a hotel and didn't do shit because you were told you're so you were actually doing stuff there was a reason why you were there right same thing when i was traveling for money actually same thing like i went to albuquerque new mexico for competitions i went to arizona everywhere in california so in mexico too so it it, it, it there's a cool story and memories behind it right yeah so. and it's also once so you go to these places for specific gigs. Once the gig is over, hey, it's 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 like a I wouldn't necessarily say it's a free for all, but it's like, hey, it's time for you to do whatever it is that you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Make, make the most of it. Yeah, exactly. So so closing up on this, you know, like it's really cool for me, you know, because I got to travel, you know, basically for free. Um since fifth grade, you know, not a lot of fifth graders can say that, you know, or that, you know, like even if you did travel as a fifth grader, like that it wasn't with your parents, you know, like I got to travel with my classmates, friends. I got to visit 25 states. I learned a lot about traveling, flights, etc. Um, oof, imagine if I was able to like collect all my miles, you know, on all the frequent flyer um, airlines. Oof, I would have so many like miles. I'd probably have status for life even, maybe. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just really glad you know that i got to experience that not a lot of elementary school students middle school students can say that they even did such a thing so it was an honor you know 
And that leads us to the next topic, you know, um, people that work nine to fives and they only get one week of paid vacation a year. If How crazy that, is if that? The, if they get that, that if that, they even get that. that, that's pretty huge. I mean, um, all right. So yeah, Eddie, you're the one who wanted to talk about this. So yeah, what's I up? did, I, I, I did, and that's mainly and more so because, uh, uh, of course, uh, you guys know my background. I used to work at hotels, which is probably why I I know so much about travel hacking. I remember uh, you had to be a full-time employee and work for like, I want to say like 45 weeks. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but I believe you had to work for like 45 weeks out of the year um, in order for you to accumulate uh, one week of paid vacation. And we're talking Monday through Friday. I'm not talking about seven days of uh, paid vacation. To me, that I is such a scam. Uh, I don't see how a company can expect so much and give so little. Of course, the reason why you apply for a job is because you want to provide a service or you want to sell a specific product or oh, you get paid for whatever it is that that you do. Correct. Uh, that. One week paid vacation to me is just uh, no, and then excused absences, that kind of stuff that that doesn't fly with me. I mean, um, I don't want to say that it's a scam, but it's not something that I could live with, which is why I uh, derived for, uh, into a different path. Correct. I I chose to do something. Yeah. Different. I yeah. uh, I do something different. A lot of people don't even know what I do, and they're just like. This guy just makes money off thin air, which is obviously right. not true. But um <clears throat> I um I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, because I I don't exactly believe that working for somebody else is a scam. That is not a scam because we have people that work for us. Um there's people that don't have they don't they don't want to pursue this entire entrepreneurship entrepreneur journey as we're doing because it's very stressful and it's not for everybody and and all kudos for everybody who's like extremely smart in a subject and they're able to capitalize that and have a really good paying job for for that like we need the doctors we need the lawyers we need all these uh highly skilled professionals in their fields so to make society work obviously right but however i think what we're saying the scam where the scam comes in is that especially since after 1971 these big giant companies started dwindling the amount of money they were paying out for their employees and removing pensions removing benefits removing so many things to where now and especially where the and it's just getting worse time at a time right so all these big giant companies like walmart amazon are paying their employees so little so little according to the cost of living in that city or in that area you know so you can barely afford anything especially a vacation right so um or like for you to be able to take time off uh to to travel or to see new things or try new things so I, I think that's where we're saying, like where the scam is coming from. I don't again, I don't want to say like, oh, uh, quit your nine to five today and, and live this life of just traveling and making money online and shit like that. No, um, I, I think that is very humbling and very noble to be able to dedicate yourself to a mission and go and to build a team and to be in it part of a team. Right. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm building my team and I need people who have the same visions and goals, but are not willing to take the entire risk that I'm taking 
because being an entrepreneur, you're taking a bunch of risks, a bunch of debt uh, that might not work out. You know, you never know. Uh, so <clears throat> um, I, I think that's that's where you're getting it. Is, is that correct, Eddie? Yeah, because um, don't get me wrong. Scam is a strong word. I just think the scam is more on oneself for accepting such treatment, despite the fact that I know that one has to do what they got to do to survive, even if it's working at this job that they don't like for four months out of the year uh, just to get by. And then uh, finally, an opportunity opens up uh, at a better paying job or perhaps maybe you just needed some form of experience uh, before you advanced somewhere else. <laughs> I just wouldn't accept it. So I just think it's so little. It is so little. Because when it comes down to a job, all the requirements of you showing up at a specific time, you taking a break when they tell you, you having uh, your lunch for a specific and limited amount of time, you get told when to go to lunch, whether it's scheduled or not. If you work eight hours out of the, if you work eight hours out of the, out of the day and you take your lunch break every third uh, on the third hour even though it's scheduled they're still telling you when to take your lunch right but of course this is what uh, this is million more amazon you don't even get to use the restroom you got a pee in a freaking in a water bottle so it, it's insane like yeah, yeah. so uh, there was a report that came out a year or two ago saying that employees at warehouses at amazon their workload was so strict that they they couldn't even take bathroom breaks. They had to pee in water bottles. Hell no, that's 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 actually. Uh, I mean, I I'll, I'll say this: there have been reports, whatever. I don't know how much I believe that, but what I can tell you is, I worked for Amazon as well when I was I actually dropped out of college to work at Amazon for one season, and I was like, this is exactly why I need to go back to school. This is of course before I started my entrepreneurship journey which has panned out quite well. I don't know if it's obvious, but... Uh, no, 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 bro. No. There is something that I did hear about Amazon. I always wondered why there were... I always called these amber lambs. <laughs> why there was always ambulances outside of Amazon facilities. It cost Amazon around $2,400 to $2,700 per day. Now, don't quote me. Uh, it cost a little bit less than $3,000 to have an ambulance parked outside of an Amazon facility in the event that somebody passes out from heat exhaustion, uh, something happens because it is cheaper to pay the ambulance than it is to pay for the AC on a monthly basis. That is actually dumb. crazy. That is, it is, it is ridiculous. But it is, it is, uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't take you to do much deep research. Uh, the, the, the team leaders would actually tell us too. They're like, oh, in, in, in the event that somebody passes out, just know we have first responders right outside the door. And it's like, they use these code words to make it sound so much better. Why can't you just say there's an ambulance outside as opposed to first responders where they're going to come in to like rescue. And, and, and even then, like when you need quote unquote rescuing, that's not, you're not in a good position, you know? So thank you, Amazon, for making my life easy though. Right, for real. <laughs> They're trying to, instead of preventing it. I worked I worked for them, now I work with them. So I guess that's what I do. There you go. There you go. So, so uh, 
Yeah, so actually, so this is a good change right here, uh, because one of the last topics we want to talk about is now that we're entrepreneurs and, you know, like you mentioned, things are going well for us. It's not yet where we want to be, obviously, but we're, we're headed there, right? And it's very clear that we're, we're on track to hit our goals. Um, and the amount of money that we've been making is a big, significant difference now. So you brought up um, that you wanted to talk about how... I, was there some frames that were mentioning to you that saying that money changed you or have you seen it with other people where money has changed you? And the other thing is where uh, do we still look at price tags when we buy certain things? So credit checker, you want to start off with this one? Yeah, I'll start off with this one. So, um, so I think for, for me, you know, when it comes to if money has changed me, um, I want to say no, it hasn't changed me, you know, because um, and I don't think in my opinion, it should even change you, because if you think about it, you know, like, yeah, you know, it might be nice, you know, making more money, you know, than than you know, let's just say like minimum wage or or even more than the average workers, you know, like it might be nice to make more money, you know, but like um, don't let it change you, you know, like don't let it make you become like a more arrogant person, you know, um, yeah, you, you can have nicer things, you know, but like. If that's going to make you more like, let's just say more of a douchebag or like rude or um, not nice to people, you know, um, no, then it's not good, you know, that money has changed you. So I try to make it so that money like doesn't change me, you know, like when it comes to price tags, um, I want to say that before like I made like good amounts of money, you know, like I would try to be very careful with my money, you know, because when I went to middle school, like um, I had to pay for my own food and I would usually get money from my parents, so like an allowance of like let's just say twenty to forty dollars a week, and I there were times you know where I had to be like very careful with my money, you know. So I would more or less budget, you know, like around that, you know, like and at the time, you know, I could kind of get away with like three dollar meals, four dollar meals, so five days out of the week, you know, that will cover my lunch, you know. But at the time, you know, I kind of was you know like looking at money, but as I've uh, gotten older, made more money, been more careful with my money, I really don't look at price tags anymore. Um, I'll just take a look to see, you know, like, like I can basically afford anything, you know, that I want, realistically speaking. Like, if it's, like, very, like, expensive, you know, like, sure, you know, but, but we're talking about, like, if we're talking about basic needs, like, if I need, like, some clothes or some iPhone or something like that, then... I usually don't look at price tags anymore. And for me, you know, that's kind of a blessing, you know, because not a lot of people can say that, you know, some people um, have disadvantages. Um, some people go by rent, rent, how do you say it? Rent on a rent to rent basis, you know, things like that. So for me, it's kind of a blessing to say, you know, that I don't like paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. Basically, they're just living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Paycheck to paycheck, you know, um, I don't really have any worries, struggles, you know, and and yeah, for me, it's just an honor to say, you know, that I don't really look at price tags. I know lots of people can't say the same thing, you know, and and that's kind of um, the importance of why um, entrepreneurship, you know, has gotten me there, you know. Um, it's allowed me, you know, to basically not only get more, free time to do like my own thing, my own passions, et cetera. But like basically get anything and 
at any time that I want, you know. So that's what I will say, you know, when it comes to price tags. Uh, yeah, what about you? Dude, I I 100% agree with you. I here's my my take on it. So basically, I've heard this before, so this is not coming from me, you guys. Um, but basically, what I've heard is that money amplifies who you are. So if you're a douchebag, you're an asshole, you're whatever selfish ego person before, you're going to be a more douchey person uh, once you get money, especially because that money, that fame, that that wealth, that success is going to amplify your ego. It's going to make you, you know, be able to to become more of a douchebag. However, if you were raised and your your personality has always been to take care of others, to be uh, to be nice, to be empathetic, to be to to look out for others, then money will amplify that. So, for example, I've always been I've been like an introvert slash extrovert. Uh, I can be both at the same time. It just depends on who I'm with. I'm very introverted when I first meet somebody. But once I open up like and I get to know somebody, then I'm like an extrovert. So. Um, one of the things that I noticed is that I'm a very service-based person. I like serving people. I like providing to serving people that I love. Like if you're in my life and I love you and I care about you, then I will do anything for you. Right. I'll, 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 whatever it is. And money has been able to amplify that to be, have the ability to help the people that I love and give the people that I love what I want. Um, it ha is, is absolutely amazing. Now, instead of me thinking like, man, I want to buy this person X, Y, and C because they really need it, but I don't have the money for it. Now it's like, oh, you need this? Put, it's, it's, it's on Amazon and you'll get in your house in two days. Like that, that that's it. And I don't think about it, right? I don't have to look at, at the price tag unless it's something ridiculous, right? Um, but um, the majority, like for example, um, I'm single, you guys, as you guys know, but I've been recently hanging out with somebody. It's been spending time with somebody that I really, really care. And I met a while, um, a little bit ago and it was Valentine's and I decided to have her as my Valentine. I, I, and we went out and everything. And, um, I bought her some things that even her, she was very apprehensive about receiving because to her, it was like a really big gift. For her but to me it's like man you you said that you wanted this so like I, and i'm you make me very happy so i'm willing to to buy this for you and it's like what's what's that to me like it, it wasn't that much money to me but to her it was like this is very very generous and then uh for my family it's like uh my daughter like even today <laughs> she asked me she told me that she wants to go eat steak and and to be honest with you like well it depends on what time we finish the podcast i might just go dress up real quick and go take her out to a fancy steak dinner right now just because i can and and it's and it feels so good to be able to say that so there's times where uh, on the price tag situation again that sounds super ignorant and arrogant to be able to say oh yeah whatever i buy anything that i want i don't care about the price tag there's situations where i do like even i know eddie you told asked me last podcast how much was my uber and I was like, well, I don't have no idea because I know that an Uber from my home to to the San Diego airport is not going to cost me an arm and a leg. Right. So that's why I don't have to take a look at it. If I'm going to go out to dinner with my daughter tonight, um, I don't have to take a look at the bill because I know that we're not going to order anything ridiculous. Right. Uh, so but there's times when I'm, I'm trying to like this is still like I think it's such a male instinct to find the best bargain. Uh, where like if I'm gonna buy something for myself, 
that's when I started looking at the price tag. Like, do I really need this thing? And then I'm like, nah, I don't need it. And then I don't end up buying it because I'm thinking like, oh, I can find it cheaper somewhere else or something like that. But uh, besides that, like, yeah, I, I think money has changed the ability to be able to provide more of what I've been already doing as as who I am as a person. But it has not changed me into a negative light where I feel like I the world owes me something or I'm a douchebag now or anything like that. It's not, nothing like that. Awesome. Awesome. No. Yeah. So I, uh, you beat me to it. I was going to say the, 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 the famous quote where it's about uh, money, money just amplifies the type of person that you are. So all my people know, like all the closest people know how generous and kind I am. And to them, it's a trip because I always offer to pay for their hotel rooms or pay for their flights. And a lot of times, oh, especially my parents, when when they're like, oh, well, can you look for tickets? Because um, uh, from this date to the other date, um, and they're like, oh, they're this price. And like, oh, no, can you look at the dates for uh, for like two days later and I'm just like do you guys want to is this like a trip that you guys want to go on and they'll say yes I was like all right uh, they're already booked even though I haven't I hadn't booked them at the time it takes me literally two three minutes to input all their personal information <laughs> but again my people know that uh, my people know that I'm, I'm extremely generous they uh, I haven't changed uh, literally, uh, in, in the sense that money did change me, it changed my, uh, my, the way I think about money, obviously, which I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree that at its core money has changed us, but money, money does, um, <laughs> money does amplify who we are. And, uh, let's just say that everybody that I went to school with, uh, didn't like me. Oh, and guess what you guys know? I didn't like too many people either. Of course not. But uh, they want to show, so I'm going to give it to them. When it comes down to everything, everybody knows that um, I don't really like to wear shoes. I like to wear my slides. Um, I love wearing basketball shorts, sweats, sweaters with no shirts underneath. That's that's my thing. That's where I say money has not changed me. I haven't gone shopping in such a such a long time. Because I have so much clothes. Uh, within the next maybe like month, month and a half, I'm actually going to be clearing out uh, a big portion of my closet. I'm going to buy nothing but black clothes. Um, oh, yeah. Black clothes. Black clothes, yeah. That sounds like a terrible idea. Why? You got two Frenchies. And you oh. that shed skin, uh, shed fucking hair everywhere, bro. Yeah, but the, the, it, it, I have... I, I have two Frenchies and three lint rollers. So it's them against me. <laughs> no, I don't think that's a great idea. I'll just, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to push them away. I'll have to use the force or something. No, but definitely when, when it comes down to like, to, to changing me personally, it's just amplified who I am. I'm just that same person with, uh, I guess it's for you guys to say I'm the same person with the big heart. Um, and then do I look at price tags? Uh, it it actually depends. The answer is yes. I I, I still look at price tags. Um, me, uh, my favorite humble uh, go to restaurants are obviously In and Out. I'm a Cali boy. Uh, I love Carl's Jr. And this might surprise you guys. I love Subway. I love Subway. No, 
Oh. I, I genuinely love Subway. Let's kick him out of the group, Alexis. No, I'm <laughs> out of the podcast. Uh, now, now, now is the time before it's too late. I love, I, I, I love Subway. So when, uh, when, when I either go drop off my laundry or when, when I'm waiting for like my laundry to get done or whatever, because if it's blankets, I like to spend time in my car texting back, right? And um, <clears throat> I like to, I, I like to munch on. Uh, Dude, nice, there's uh, so many better subway places. The subway, uh, yeah, but they don't have creamy sriracha. Huh? They don't have creamy sriracha. Let, let me show you better places. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna show you way better places. Sure there's, 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 there's Jersey Mike's. There's Quiznos. There's, there's all these other places. But for me, uh, it, Subway, Subway's just, it's just really, really good for me. And then Carl's Jr. Obviously, the big hamburgers for, for, for whatever. Um, I, I give you Carl Jr. I give you In and Out. Um, okay. In and Out, just because I love their business model. Uh, I love yeah. you, you. We can. Yeah. I can. Oh, dude! Next podcast, let's talk next about podcast, the restaurant we'll business. Break we'll break down In and Out, of course, and then Carl's Jr. I love how big their hamburgers are. Um, uh, I, I love that they're char broiled. See, when we went to um, <laughs> the AVN Awards, we we stopped at Wally's, correct? At Wally's, uh, the hamburger that we got with fries was thirty five ninety nine. I remember, correct? Why? Because I looked at the price tag. But when I go out to eat with, uh, I hate to say it, when I go on dates, which which are rare, which are rare, when I decide to take a friend out or just uh just a whatever, you know, um, I really won't look at uh, at, at price tags, correct? <laughs> but within the week, within the week, um, I like to on. Uh, I don't really have to budget is the thing. I just do it. Like you said, it's just like male instinct. And this might blow some people's minds, but the crazy diet that I'm on right now is literally a pound of fruit and vegetables and a pound of beef, which um, my boy and I, we go to Sam's or Costco and we buy the, we buy the, like the packs of ground beef. It's, it's five pounds for three ninety nine a pound each. So it's 20 pounds for it's $20 for like five pounds, bro. I'm at, I'm down to $8 a day on food. So I have this nasty, ugly urge to just swipe my credit card, buy something extremely expensive just to be like, God, but I've never, I haven't ever um, budgeted so much. I haven't ever. Like I don't even think I don't even consider it budget budgeting. I don't uh I, I, I can spend freely. I could I can do whatever I want. I can get up and, and go on a flight tomorrow. I can I can go to any restaurant, I can stay at any hotel, literally. But um to me, what's the point? To me, what's the point? I have almost everything at home. I would say it's obviously uh extremely appropriate in special occasions. I don't uh treat anybody more different or any less unless I didn't like you if I didn't like you yes I will still talk to you that's only just to brag of course but to my people it's like <laughs> oh when I when it when I go back home to Turlock and I say do you guys want to go to the bar which is ult ultimately rare because I don't really drink I'm paying for everybody I'm paying for everybody that shows up uh when it comes down to food I'm paying for everybody that shows up why because it is my treat they don't and I know my people Another thing, I know my people, um, 
can afford to pay for themselves. There was one time, I hate to bring it up, um, there was one time where some stupid bitch, uh, on, I was seeing her extremely high maintenance. She, in the middle of dinner, she goes, so when are you going to buy me my Gucci, um, my Gucci uh, purse? And I'm just like, oh, you know, like uh, that's to come, obviously, but how much does that cost? And uh, she goes, oh, well, I want what that costs like $1,600. And I'm like, damn, I didn't say it, but I'm just thinking, right? Like, uh, like seriously, let, let me try to keep it polite. This female wants, expects me to pay for something that's extremely materialistic. <clears throat> and then, of course, I asked her two questions. I was like, can you afford this? on your own she said no i gotta stop with the voices she said no which is which is she goes no this is exactly why i why, why i want you to buy it for me and then i hit her with the following question i always i always ask this question i always ask this question what makes you think you're so special yeah and, yeah, you do. and i always ask people that and and, and and that's like an instant switch, like, oh, oh, so you brought me on a date and you really don't think I'm special. It's this, this and that. <clears throat> and then, of course, I always hit them with the might I remind you that I live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. And I I, I get invited to uh, to tables, uh, to bottle service, and I don't have to pay to get in. Um, I have access to all these chicks around me that look at us. Uh, we're not looked we're not thought at as gods for uh, having tables, but people don't know that we get invited for free. People think, even though we do have money, people are like, these, these guys have to have millions in the bank account. That alone, at the snap of a finger, it's like open sesame to us, right? Open sesame. So of course, it's not, it's not, uh, it's obviously not my loss. Yeah, I paid for dinner. She asked for two desserts. <laughs> she didn't finish them. But that was obviously the last time I saw that person. And it's that you show them, uh, you show people a specific lifestyle. And that's uh, like the Tinder swindler. They always come back. They literally always come back. And it's like, that's when it's just like, uh, cut it off. Um, uh, I think to wrap it up, um, do I look at price tags? Yes. Not that I have to. Not because uh, it's because I want to. Uh, money does amplify who you are as a person. Um, I don't really like people. I I, I rarely date. I'm more focused on my uh, on my well being. Um, yeah, bro, you you're gonna be like the old lady with cats, but you're gonna be the old man with Frenchies. <laughs> yeah, at least the dogs are cute. No, I have. Uh, no, I'm not even gonna talk about that. But <laughs> sick analogy. Sick Dude, analogy. yeah. No, nah, it's all good, bro. Yeah, no. But um, <laughs> man, dude, at the end of the day, you're gonna meet the right people for you, the right girl for you. It's it's gonna be you know. Oh, I'm not even worried. That's yeah. I'm, I just barely turned 27. I'm I'm not even thinking about that till I'm probably 30. Right. That's yeah. like literally and openly openingly be like, you know what? Like uh I wouldn't necessarily say, hey, it's time, but every once in a while, I will stumble across something that I'm like, there's something interesting about you. Once I figure out what's interesting about them and I see it on someone else, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
until I see what's interesting about there you myself. go absolutely you got yeah to defeat the purpose as to why you why you date but uh, um yeah for sure for sure man but yeah that any other was topics we have to cover no that was it this was a good podcast this is a good wrapping up session I think so it was awesome that we were able to pull this off together despite us not being in the same room uh, I think yeah it's funny that every podcast we are at a different setting so that is true <laughs> that is true we made it work just uh we do this for you guys for the audience for educational purposes and um should you guys right reach out to any of us i know we're all characters yeah right yeah anybody's out there wondering where i'm at with my ig it's just that i've been focusing solely on the company and right now and i don't want to bring in any new clients but it should be open in the next week so so be be ready for me to come back to instagram dude when are you getting your instagram Yeah, sorry guys, my Instagram has been back. Uh, I got uh, banned for "quote unquote" impersonation, which I'm probably the realest one out there because I'm for the people. Um, <laughs> Wait, you finally got it back? No, 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 no. I'm in the process of definitely getting it back. Yeah. I'm just not uh, willing to pay anybody to do it because I shouldn't have to pay since I I don't I don't think I did anything wrong besides call out a big scammer who. Who who thinks he have he holds some specific power which is extremely superficial you right know man child thinks uh, he has a uh, he 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 amplified by the little money that he has you know he thinks he can just go uh, cross red lights you know oh you know I can dismiss a ticket you know like yeah sure you can but like you're breaking the law at the end of the day you know like and you're, you're putting just a people douche. in harm's way. Exactly. That's correct. So, he he thinks uh, it's a flex, but you know what can I say? I, I I think I'm pretty sure 99, like at least 95 of the people that look at him, uh, like he's a complete douche. You know, I don't. Uh, I I really say that about people too. So if I say you must have really earned it, right? He definitely earned it. Right, man. But okay, I'm not trying to get canceled either. So. <laughs> Awesome. Should be good. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this was probably one of my most favorite podcasts, mainly and more so because it was extremely personal. We we had uh, uh, some experiences uh, of, of uh, us, some some of us growing up and, and, and all that. Thank you so much for tuning in, for the support, the love. Uh, and yeah. And any any other closing words? Now that's it. We'll see you guys later next week. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Signing out. Later, guys. I want you guys to do a clap too, but okay. Five, take one. Uh, do it uh, separately. Either of you can go first. I'll go first. I didn't hear that. I can't hear it. Uh, Eddie's going to go grab this girl and clap. <laughs> okay, you're ready now, bro. <laughs>